Hi, I'm Jake Parker with the What's Your Story podcast. Here I talk with my guests about their life experiences as well as current and long-term goals and what gets them through the ups and downs. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, and if you don't already, follow my Instagram account at jparkerfitlife for actionable tips daily to live a healthier lifestyle. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the What's Your Story podcast. It is, again, Big Idea Saturday, where I share with you just an idea, a concept, something I've been pondering over the week. So today, the episode is called, Stop Being Embarrassed About What You Love. The reason why it's called that is because I was doing some reflecting as I was listening to myself on Mike Matthews' podcast, the Muscle for Life podcast, where I was lucky enough to be able to come on and share my story about how Mike and his work were one of the big catalysts for change in my life. And so it really got me to think back. First of all, this is just on the level of the health and fitness side. Um, I just really want to note how important I thought our conversation was on the other things that changed in my life in addition to that. But where I was going with that is it just made me think about how neurotic I really used to be about the whole fitness thing and eating and all those different variables. Uh, I think that the thing about it was I had all these preconceived notions like I kind of talked about on the podcast and I talked about before and I really stuck to those. And like I mentioned, I really thought that a lot of those things were gospel. I've often called it the bro science tech techniques, I guess, uh, principles where you have to eat meals at a certain time, eat only certain foods that you have to do, do certain lifts uh, at certain times, certain rep ranges, rest periods and stuff like that. I got super caught up in the weeds on that kind of stuff. And so where my reflection led me was to just thinking back and I wouldn't call it regret or anything like that, but just a what if scenario where if I would have adopted an open mindset earlier and would have started, you know, like I've been doing recently, being able to meet people and ask questions about the things that I'm curious about along those aspects, I think that it really would have expedited the whole process for me. And so just getting to reflect on some of the really silly things that I did, um, you know, wanting to get into a bodybuilding sort of condition, I would call it. Uh, I think that that phrase is a little bit leading. And but either way, I would say that that's the bulk of where I put my effort in my health and fitness journey, although it's just a very base level and it goes far beyond that. But anyway, I just wanted to share a couple stories that I was thinking about that are honestly pretty embarrassing, but I've changed a lot. And I think that every experience that I've had is valuable in teaching me different lessons. And so anyway, uh, I was thinking about how neurotic I used to be about food and nutrition. And like I've mentioned before, one of the really prominent things that I believed for a long time was just this notion that you have to eat every, call it two to three to four hours 
uh, to prevent your muscle from sort of disintegrating something along those lines that it'll start being eaten away at uh, by your body for food. I remember like telling people this uh, a few times because it was really something that I truly believed, but I was so neurotic about it. And I think a lot of that comes from, I had anxieties in a lot of other areas of life and just was in my head a lot, was a big time overthinker. And so that was really one of the ways that it manifested itself the most was in this passion that I had for bodybuilding and weightlifting. Uh, I can remember times where I was just eating at the weirdest times. Like I didn't think that I could go into a workout without having a meal before. And so I can remember there was times like in high school where uh, I would be like working out in the morning and I would wake up, like set my alarm for like five in the morning or something like that. So I would have like the appropriate meal a lot of times it was down to the hour, like it was supposed to be two hours. And so if I was working out at seven, I would have to have this meal. And I remember just thinking that I was doing the right thing and looking back at it now, that's why, like I just mentioned, uh, just the fact that it's so helpful for me to be able to meet people and ask people questions, whether that be online or in person or through whatever medium, just, you know, realizing that, I wish I would have realized sooner that that sort of thing isn't even realistic. So why do I think that that's necessary? You know, do I think that every person that reaches a high level of, of fitness is doing that? I guess that's what I thought at the time. It was another thing where I just didn't question it. Um, another time where I was doing something similar with food was I remember like in high school, we weren't supposed to eat in classes, obviously. And I felt like, so I had weights for a couple of years in, in high school and I felt like I should eat something before the weights class or it would be a waste. And so sometimes I would go and like sneak food in like a protein bar, like a sandwich or something like that, just because I was under this notion that food was such an all important, all encompassing thing when it came to, let's just call it, like I said earlier, bodybuilding was and still is to a large extent, one of my main uh, goals and things that I chase after. But it's just, it, it's weird because it's funny. It's so funny with this new found knowledge and skill set that I have to look back at the silly things I did like that. And just, I think another one of the big things that was the key reflection that I had was just, I always thought that I couldn't reach the level uh, of fitness that I'm at right now. Or, you know, that that level where I aspired to be, where people were looking really big and strong and lean and ripped because of my genetics that were holding me back. And, you know, I don't have the best genetics. It's not really something I want to go in the weeds in. Uh, I don't like to talk too much about genetics because it's the one thing we truly can't change. And so it's really not worth as much consideration. But I was definitely of the mindset of like, oh man, I'm doing everything perfectly, you know, but I'm just not there because of my genetics. And then as Mike and I discussed, uh, when I finally found out about things like compound weightlifting and proper, you know, workout setups and even not just proper setups, but like I was neurotic to the point where if I didn't have the perfect workout, and I mentioned this in the podcast as well, if I didn't have the perfect workout setup where it was pre-meal, uh, pre-workout drink, post-meal, protein shake, whatever, and, you know, I had all the time to do all the warm-ups and all the lifts and sets and volume I wanted to do, whatever, I just wouldn't even want to do the workout and to now realizing which intuitively hopefully to most people 
it would be like, duh. But it's like whatever you can get done in that day is going to help you move forward. And adopting that mindset has been super helpful. But yeah, I guess that's just about it. I wanted to share a couple of the things that I'd been reflecting on and kind of help people realize more where I'm coming from with my whole journey that I've been on. I guess not even so much in the past year when like I've told a lot of people and I try to make clear I've made the most changes, but the journey that I've been been on since I was 15 or 16 and first started getting into fitness, getting into specifically weightlifting and wanting to look like a bodybuilder. I've expedited so many things in my life and feel so much more at ease with where I'm at and the knowledge and like I said, skill set that I have. And I feel so much more confident and happy and I just want to share that information with others and in addition, just have a dialogue with people about it. And so to sum it up, I, looking back at it, don't know if I did the best job of, of sticking with the title here. And I say that just because I want to note that what I mean when I say don't be embarrassed about what you love is just to be honest with people and tell them what you like and tell them what you enjoy and tell them what you want to get better at. Because the mistake I made was not doing that. And that's essentially what led me to practice all these ineffective, anxiety-driving, really overall negative habits for so long. And I want other people to learn from that. And just don't be afraid to go after what you want and the things that you're curious about. It's like I tell people all the time, I love passion. I do this podcast because I like to talk to other people about their passions. I just have passion for talking to other people about what they love because I think that's so important. I think we need more of that. And I think that that really empowers and inspires people. So I hope you found this interesting. Hope we found this helpful. If you did, please reach out. Uh, as always, have a great rest of your Saturday or whatever day you're listening to this Big Idea Saturday podcast. Thanks. This has been the What's Your Story podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe, uh, share with family and friends, and leave me a review. I really appreciate any and all feedback. Thanks.